Getting married is an event that holds a different meaning for everyone. For some, it's based on religious traditions, and for others, it's a validation of an earlier choice they made to live with that special someone they love. Hi, I'm Lauren, and welcome to Choosing Your Reflection, a series of discussions that reflect upon the reasons we have for choosing our wedding day outfits. Our guests are diverse, but they all share a common journey. As they share their stories, they'll help us unravel the mystique that exists around choosing that special outfit and what they learned about themselves along the way. Anna Kaiser and Derek Danke are the married co-hosts of 80s Movie Montage, a podcast they were inspired to do because of their wedding theme, which they call a light nod to the 80s. I'm so happy to have you both here today. Thank you for having us, Lauren. Thank you. I have so many questions, but the first one is, why do you like the 80s? Well, I guess it's just, you know, nostalgia. Yeah. Um, you <laughs> that's, know, we, <laughs> <laughs> simpler time. Um, we, you know, both grew up on those films. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just is a really interesting era of cinema. I have a, my educational background in film. And, you know, upon meeting Derek, we just had that common love and... You know, as far as the wedding goes, to be clear, the actual outfits were not inspired by the 80s. It's probably the one part of the 80s that is fine to leave in the 80s. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but we, you know, had our music and our decorations, party favors, that kind of thing inspired by it. Late nod. Exactly. <laughs> I, you know, love weddings. Um, they're beautiful. I feel like sometimes they're a little cookie cutter and I just wanted something a little different, you know, like they can be absolutely gorgeous, but I didn't want the traditional, you know, floral centerpieces for each table. We instead commissioned these two brothers artists to create these like couples of the eighties from movies. And those were our centerpieces. Some are more traditional, you know, we had like Han and Leia from Empire Strikes Back. But then we also had Jake and Elwood Blues from the Blues Brothers, you know, so that kind of thing. We just wanted something that was a little bit different to maybe make it a little bit more memorable. Derek, is that fair to say? Yeah, no, I think that's exactly it. And a lot of our guests were also from that era and also enjoy the nostalgia and and a lot of the movies from that time period. So we thought it would just be fun. And and part of the, the centerpieces not only was you know, the fun of going through these movies that we love and trying to think of what characters to to work with for the centerpiece, but then putting together the tables and trying to decide, oh, we can't not put these people at this table with uh, the people from Ghostbusters because they are huge Ghostbusters fans. So we were able to kind of have friends and family at tables where they would get the most fun out of it. So I think that's my sense is we just wanted to make something. We wanted this to be something where everyone just had a really great time and, and you know, got up and, and just the, the sign that announces where each person will be sitting at, how the tables are all set up, uh, was just kind of like that first look for everybody. And it seemed like everybody really enjoyed it. I choose to believe that everyone loved it. <laughs> I think it sounds so fun. And I wonder, did you theme the music too? Because clearly you themed the tables and you didn't have your outfits, which we will get to. <laughs> but did you But did you theme your music as well, 80s? Or was it uh, also just sort of a mix? I would say well, the short answer is yes. 
Um, I would say that probably 80% of our songs. Oh, was were... it, was that on purpose? 80? <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to say it that way, but it, it is probably accurate <laughs> to say <laughs> that about 80% of our songs were from the eighties. I mean, we wanted to mix it up a little bit and, you know, we had an amazing DJ who we collaborated yeah. with. He was super open to the idea I think he probably was maybe the one to suggest, uh, let's throw a couple more, you know, current songs in there. And so that was probably his suggestion. Derek and I would have been totally fine with all 80s. But uh, yeah, I mean, and again, it just kind of like what you were saying, Lauren, it speaks to just the funness of that era, um, very distinct in terms of music. And again, just something that like some of those songs are really close to my heart and Derek's heart because of, you know, us growing up with them. Mm. So that was another component of it. It just makes us happy to hear them. So since you guys didn't have 80s themed outfits, could you tell me about why you didn't? And obviously, other than the fact that the 80s wedding outfits are, you know, questionable <laughs> at minimum, and then what you did decide to wear? Sure. I mean, I guess as much as I love that era, I, to put it, I guess in the simplest terms, wanted to feel pretty that day. And I didn't think that an outfit inspired by the 80s, not to disparage, you know, all the beautiful, beautiful brides of that time. Um, but, you know, we're between 40 and 30 years since and styles have evolved. And I just didn't think that that would fit. And I did, I guess, to be honest as well, I felt like that would maybe be pushing it into like campy zone mm -hmm. and, you know, I didn't want that. I wanted people to take the wedding seriously. And so that for me is the reason why that really wasn't, I don't even, Derek, was that even really a conversation? I don't know if we really even talked about it. No. And I think like conceptually, we knew that we wanted, like it, when we, when we like kind of jokingly use the, the phrase, the light nod, it's because we generally were putting together a modern wedding but to the extent that there were aspects of that wedding that we could have fun with, that we thought our guests would enjoy, that's where we we like leaned more in that direction. So I don't think it was ever a conversation as far as our attire. It was just, oh, we're we have to do a centerpiece. Wouldn't it be fun if we did this? You know, for the DJ, what we love this music. We know our friends do, so let's do that. And some of the little gifts were just throwbacks to, you know, candies and treats from from that era. So I don't think it ever got to that point where we were, you know, trying to recreate a scene from The Wedding Singer. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> <laughs> I guess for me, I really went into the initial like dress hunt process without any finite idea of the style that I was looking for. I guess there were some things that I knew were not going to be for me. Like I knew that probably like a mermaid style dress was not going to be my style of dress. I don't really know why this was something that was my one sticking point. I didn't want something that was um, like sleeveless. I feel like that's a pretty pot and for good reason, women look beautiful in those styles of dresses, but I just didn't want that for myself. I wanted something a little bit different. And then as far as Derek goes, you know, Derek was extremely gracious, I think, in, you know, letting me have some input 
in terms of like what he was going to wear. I mean, I guess for me, the most important thing was um, kind of the the color theme. Yeah, I think and like that all made sense because there was a color theme that that extended between bridesmaids and, and groomsmen. But, you know, the different bridesmaids had different colored dresses, different groomsmen would have a corresponding color tie. And then, you know, my tux was a lighter gray than the rest of the groomsmen. I think as, as far as the actual like cut of the tux that I got, it was just something that looked, you know, again, not a throwback of any kind, just here's, here's a modern tux that will look good and will not take attention away from your bride. And we also had a spring wedding. Uh, it was March 25th and I felt that like, probably again, the one strange sticking point I had as far as, you know, what the men in the wedding were going to wear is that I felt like black was just a little too extreme for like an outdoor spring wedding. And so that was kind of the one thing that I was hoping Derek would be on board with. I was certainly not going to, you know, if he felt really strongly that he wanted to be in a black suit then of course I would defer to him because that's what he's wearing and he gets to make that final say. But I was, that was just the one thing as far as like the men that I was hoping he would not want and, and it all worked out. <laughs> yeah, I felt like the a, a all black suit would be difficult or challenging for from a couple different perspectives. One, it did feel like it would be really formal and like over, perhaps overly so. And then I think we would have had less ability to have much of a any difference between my tux and and the groomsmen would be a little bit more difficult to achieve so having like the the different shades uh oh my god I almost talked about shades of gray and I do not want to say that (laughs) Uh, but having the different uh tones made it a little bit easier to to like get the aesthetic that we were looking for so clearly you had a vision for both of your outfits was there a communication between you two about each other's outfits beyond just you know colors did you see them beforehand and did you want to see them beforehand if you hadn't i mean for me derek i showed you yeah yeah i didn't go with or anything like that yeah when the men (laughs) got fitted or even just selected um their suits but yeah derek i think you came home and showed me pictures I did because mostly I do not trust my own uh, sense of taste in clothing. <laughs> so I, yeah, I wanted you to have a look. Um, on the other hand, I very much have faith and confidence in, in what you ultimately picked and you're beautiful. So I, I never really had a concern with that, but I was deeply concerned with picking something myself where you would have seen it and gone, oh my God. <laughs> No, I mean, he did great. He looked great. Probably, I would say, as far as he's concerned, would Derek, would you say that we had more of a conversation around your shoe wear than your actual suit? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't want to wear, um, I mean, the, the tuxes that we got, we rented and they usually throw in dress shoes that will give your feet blisters within 30 seconds of putting them on. So we looked at vans and airwalks and uh, we ended up going with airwalks, which were not really the most comfortable shoes themselves, but still much more comfortable if you're going to be on your feet all day than the uh, dress rental shoes. And I thought they looked cool. They were, they were fun. I think they look cool too. And, and as far <laughs> as like my 
accessories definitely I just chose according to what I thought would work with my dress which had no no 80s connection so if anything actually because my um you know engagement ring and wedding band are rose gold and so that actually was more of the the common common thread with my accessories Uh, I had you know this kind of pearl clip for my hair that also had like rose gold in it. I had a belt added to like a, like a little rhinestone belt added to my dress that had rose gold in it as well. My, I, I wore kind of like a Grecian sandals. And so that also had rose gold. So that was kind of more the common theme for the actual outfit. What is it about the decision of that, those outfits that you made that make them more about you what's the story you're trying to tell because clearly having an 80s theme wedding gives you as a person as a couple as a a stepping out transition a very distinct look Mm -hmm. of we're not going to follow traditional molds we're going to do something that's more us so i want to know how that translates to your outfits as well yeah and i mean for me i think with the decorations and party favors and music that was a way for us to kind of establish like the tone of the wedding that we wanted. Um, It already was going to be somewhat on the casual side. I mean, we're in Southern California. It was an entirely like outdoor wedding, even our reception. We were kind of in, it's um, kind of like this glass structure. So you still felt like you were outside. And Mm -hmm. so it It was a giant gazebo. Yeah. Thank you, Derek. Yeah. That's what I was going for. Yeah. And um those different elements were meant to kind of convey tone and also just show people that it's meant to be kind of a lighthearted and fun affair. I think as far as my dress choice and accessory choices, I like, I, I would say probably that my personal aesthetic leans a little bit more towards like boho. And I definitely wanted to feel like I'm sure other other guests have said the same like you you want to wear the dress you don't want the dress to wear you and so I wanted to make sure that 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 all kind of lined up um and as far as you know fancier dresses go I think they're just stunningly beautiful but I also wanted to be comfortable sometimes they can be somewhat restrictive I wanted to enjoy my day and not be thinking about what I was wearing so much. And so that all kind of fit together. If you had to use a word or even a phrase, if you can't think of a single word to describe yourselves as a couple, I want to know if there's a word or a phrase that you could describe yourselves as. And then once you come with that word, I have a question as a follow-up to that. Oh, that is such a good question. Derek, really do, you, is. do you already have something in mind? I'm, I'm buying, is, uh, I'm buying time. <laughs> my, word, my one word is awesome. Oh, <laughs> or tubular. If we're, I'm not going to go I mean, there, but like. <laughs> <laughs> um, radical. <laughs> radical. Uh, I get, let's see. I I'm cheating a little bit because I'm using more of a, like a couple words, not just a single word, but like partners in crime. I Mm kind of feel like that's our relationship where we, if it's okay to kind of expand upon that, just, you know, we have each other's back. We are partners. He is 
I mean, another phrase, honestly, is best friend. Uh, he, he's my best friend. I, I go to him with everything. You know, and there's been a lot of talking over the last year because there's nothing else to do here at home. And, um, you know, I've told him that there's literally nothing that I feel like I can't say to you. And that makes me, if I may, you know, very proud of our relationship because I do feel like it's a strong dynamic. And, you know, during the, the actual wedding process, you know, he was great because I will admit that I have a little bit of a type A personality. I like to kind of have things a certain way. And he was incredibly gracious. I mean, I certainly, and, and Derek, if, if I'm not remembering correctly, you know, feel free to jump in. But I feel like I was being um, open to, to what was important to you to, to have in the wedding as well. Yeah, no, other, otherwise, I think we, we worked really well together. And there's, you know, there are moments during the process where one of us is probably more anxious or nervous about a component of what we're trying to put together than the other. And I think we, we support each other really well. And I mean, you mentioned the last year, I, I, I've mentioned multiple times and I will tell anyone who's willing to listen that I don't even know how I would have made it through the last year without you. I really am curious if you're willing to share uh, how you guys met. Absolutely. Well, you know, the very romantic way of online dating (laughs) was, was how that all came about. Um, you know, I guess I don't mind giving a shout out to the actual, uh, app. Okay. Cupid. It's Um, different now. It's very different now. I think (laughs) we saw some, uh, billboards for it, advertising it in a way that was not how it was uh, advertised when we first used it. (laughs) So, but at the time, um, you know, that's how that happened. And, you know, it was, it was one of those things where, especially probably for both of us, you know, we were already both in SoCal and it is a area where there's lots of people in entertainment. And sometimes you get a certain kind of person on an online dating app. (laughs) And, and I, I just wanted to find somebody who was, I know this is going to sound like the funniest way to put it, but like normal, you know, somebody who wasn't going to be like, and instead oh, I... she found me. <laughs> no, I just, I loved, you know, we're both originally from the Midwest actually. And so I really took to that. Although we have uh, competitive teams in our respective <laughs> sports. And I saw him wearing a Jersey of a team that I, I am not a fan of. And so that was, that was some, that was a hard pillow swallow. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, I mean, I remember seeing you on the, on that platform and I had recently been to Chicago and saw that you had pictures of yourself at a Cubs game. And I just thought, she likes baseball. That's awesome. She's from Chicago. That's, she's probably super cool. And that all, <laughs> that all played out to be pretty much hundred percent accurate. I really want to talk a little bit about your podcast and I want to talk specifically about how it came to be, how you kind of got the idea. And I know that I sort of mentioned at the top that it was semi-inspired by a wedding, but, um, Maybe I'm going to ask a good question, but this might be a bad question is whose idea was it? Ooh. Oh, it's definitely, it was definitely your idea. For sure though. Yeah. For sure it was. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's probably right. Yeah. No, we, you, 
had brought up the idea of of doing a podcast um i don't know for for like maybe maybe a year like the the idea not not like on a super frequent basis but the idea would come up occasionally and we just never really had anything to focus on i don't know that we had like a like here's exactly what we would want to do but we think it would be fun to do a podcast and then once it got to the level of when you got really serious and you're like here's what we're going to do then I also took it serious and started talking to whoever I could talk to to find out what equipment we might want to have to to like have fun with it and make it sound reasonably good. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. I think I think before we really honed in on the idea of making it about 80s movies, we knew it was going to be about movies. We always yeah. knew that. Um and what what the reason why is because just, you know, when we're sitting on the couch and what usually watching something that we've already seen a couple times. We, we literally had both, the Goonies on before we joined this podcast. Before we joined you guys. Um, <laughs> and we noticed that for those films where we're really familiar with them, we would just kind of have this ongoing commentary while we were watching them. And because, I mean, normally that would probably really annoy me if it was like the first time seeing something, but we just realized that for the, for the types of films that we're really familiar with, which are typically 80s movies, that it was really fun to talk about them and just have that conversation while we were watching. And so, yeah, we started thinking about the podcast and I mean, Derek's right. I, I was definitely probably the, the, the leader as far as like me, like having it happen. Um, the eighties thing, I guess did, I mean, we talked about how, well, this is, this is the type of, you know, cinema we should cover. Um, we obviously already love it. We have lots of, friends in our lives um you know we happen to know just a lot of people you know to varying degrees who work in in the industry and entertainment and that they would want to come on the show and discuss these different movies no i think the um the addition of of like having guest dial in once we became more comfortable with that component of it because at first we were just trying to figure out the the technical aspects of putting it together at all and once we got comfortable with that we figured out how to add in a guest and that's been one of my favorite parts about it. Yeah, we've had, uh, well, probably up to this point, maybe technically one person who was actually in our wedding party, a good friend of ours. But we've had a lot of just really great friends. And, and we've met some new friends along the way too. Semi going back to the 80s topic, because sure. I'm just fascinated, um, is do you guys have a favorite 80s movie? Do you like Ooh, I you ever have Lauren. a conflict over which is the best one? <laughs> like maybe I'm asking the wrong questions here. But Controversial. I'm um okay, for me, actually Derek just mentioned it that the oh, Goonies yeah. is one of my all-time favorites. I just adore that movie. And obviously by no stretch is it a perfect movie, but it's just so fun. I think in some ways. Ugh, this might sound kind of corny putting it this way, but I think in some ways the energy and the tone of that movie in some way mimics kind of what we had for the wedding. We just wanted people to have fun and, um, you know, have a great time. And I mean, I know at some point the Goonies are not having a great time, but uh... yeah, there was no, uh, there was no pirate treasure. Involved. <laughs> There's no pirate treasure at the end yeah. of our wedding, but I do love that movie a lot. Derek, I actually don't know if I know what your absolute favorite eighties movie is. Yeah, I don't think I have one. I, I have okay. a lot of uh, I have a lot of favorites. I have a lot of movies that I love, but my answer to that could could change 
depending on what day of the week it is right now, because we just recently watched and, and like covered it, but the dark crystal is one of my favorites mm. just because it's such a unique movie that I don't know. Well, I, I want to say, I don't know that it would be made now, but then Netflix did make a season of it um, to see how that would go. But I, I really love that. There, there are just a lot of, man, I, I love uh, Top Gun. There, there are a lot. There are a lot. I can't answer that with just one. I can't do it. But to your other point, Lauren, there definitely are films that we do not feel the same way about. Oh, and yeah. We've covered a couple of them actually <laughs> on the podcast. And, you know, my whole thing is that I think it's great for people to have different opinions. I think that's one thing. And I, I apologize if I'm getting just a little bit too far off track. But I think that something with social media is unfortunately become just way too common is people getting really nasty and really angry with each other over something that should just be fun and something that should be enjoyed. It is 100% okay if you don't like something I do or if I don't like something you do. We don't have to get into a fight about it. Um, so oh, I, I just thought of my yes. favorite. Yes. <laughs> it's the Blues Brothers. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. I, I did know that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then actually, and that, like I said, that was one of the couples, uh, quote couples that, you know, we featured at our wedding and the mm -hmm. poster that we had were, you know, everybody's names were listed for their different tables at the top of it. It does say we're on a mission from God as a line from the movie. So that's how, <laughs> that's which how I, we I wonder that. how some people took that line if they weren't yeah, as I mean, familiar with the movie. <laughs> If some people didn't know that that was from the movie, they'd be like, we what? were <laughs> definitely not going for any, uh, any over the top religious tones. Yeah. It wasn't it, but... really that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like on the podcast, couple of the films that we've covered, like blood sport, that's definitely a Derek film. <laughs> um, oh, you know, God, the, I do love that movie. The really great friend that we had on, uh, we talked about transformers, the movie that is definitely their movie not not something that I uh grew up with that was his um, favorite more than mine but I do love that movie too yeah so I know I'm picking on you Derek I don't know if there's been any any films that have been more my movie than your movie I think Dirty Dancing Dirty Dancing yes you're right yep yep Dirty Dancing would definitely be one it was um, it was a fun movie and I like seeing uh Jerry Orbach I think mm -hmm. so anything anything with actor. him is yeah. yeah yeah and I love John Hughes all the John Hughes movies so yeah mm -hmm. Uh, I, you probably got more than you bargained for, Lauren. <laughs> oh, no, you're no, I, I love movies. I worked in the industry. My fiance works in the industry currently. So I do. You, you're you're talking to the right person about movies. <laughs> I, I I'm going to ask him another movie question and it might be maybe more difficult or maybe it won't be. I don't actually know. So do you have a favorite movie that involves a wedding and extra points if it's an 80s movie that involves a wedding? <laughs> Mm. Oh my goodness. Because that's apparently a, I'm keeping track of points. On that's, my <laughs> that's a great question. I, I kind of honestly have a cheat answer because it's the wedding singer. Mm -hmm. It obviously isn't an eighties movie, but it is set in the eighties and I just love the humor of it. It is, um, you know, Adam Sandler is a, a brand of actor that people can be a little divisive about. Um, I think he, you know, walks that line really nicely in The Wedding Singer. Um, so it's one of my favorite performances of his. I'll, of course, I think Drew Barrymore is amazing in it. I love her in that film as well. I'm trying to think of though, like a, you know, legitimate. Um... I mean, I can think of 
80s movies that have weddings, but I don't necessarily love the wedding. Like, I love The Princess Bride, and there is a wedding oh, in it. Oh, yeah. But, uh, That's a that great was, answer. Yeah, or even um, Beetlejuice almost has a wedding. Almost, yeah. That's true. Yeah, it is kind of funny that the couple films you've brought up are like weddings under duress. <laughs> but, uh, 16 Candles. That's true. Jenny's wedding is is a really fun part of that it's, movie. Okay, good job. Yeah, I didn't. none of those came to mind for me. That's all I got. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's funny. We had um, we had another fellow podcaster on oh, uh, maybe a few months ago. His name is David Luzader, and he does a couple of podcasts. But we talked about weddings in pop culture with him, and not specifically about the '80s. And we talked about like comic weddings. And I the reason I'm bringing this up is because you mentioned that you've mentioned all these weddings in duress. And that's so like the opposite mm -hmm. in in comics is that like if you have a wedding, you know, it's you know, this isn't going to end well, mm -hmm. you know, walking in that it's that negative thing. Whereas in a lot of films, it's usually the opposite. It's not always in duress. So it's interesting that the ones you've mentioned sort of fall into that category. Yeah, they all are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's that's a whole conversation as well about how weddings are depicted in movies and how they can maybe sometimes give an unhealthy view of mm -hmm. what that event should be. Um, you know, I, I think that that does carry over sometimes to real life where just so much focus is put on that particular day instead of the marriage as a whole. And so that that definitely could be a conversation to be had about, you know, the the societal impact of that. If you if you had to pick something that's toxic, mm -hmm. we don't have to go deep into that sure. that conversation. But is there something that you could immediately like think? Okay, here's the the to topic that usually is used in these weddings that's the most toxic to a relationship, considering you guys are very happily married. <laughs> um, I think you know actually one movie that I'm thinking of, which happens to be an '80s movie, and I do love this movie, Mystic Pizza. Oh, yeah. um if you're familiar and so it's actually a kind of a role reversal where if i'm remembering correctly because it's been a it's been a minute since i've watched it but vincent d'onofrio is wanting to get married and it's his girlfriend who keeps saying no and i think that one thing that i, I think that that's kind of a common trope where it, it's interesting to me where I think it all boils down to, and I know this is a very movie-ish thing where there's just a lack of healthy communication where one person's just saying, yes, yes, yes. The other person's saying, yeah. no, no, no. And they don't actually have a conversation about why they feel the way they do, which then creates the crux of the conflict in the movie. And I know that that's what movies are. You have to have some kind of conflict, but I think that, um, what I'm generally speaking, there's kind of this ultimatum that's, usually put out there by one person in the in the relationship often it's the woman um you know where she's like you don't really love me if you don't want to marry me or you know whatever the case may be definitely I think that that is a very toxic trope to put out there where that that's not the basis for a healthy relationship where you're forcing one of the one of the people in it to do something that maybe they're not ready for and not actually having a conversation with them about why they may not be ready for it. So that's the one thing that comes to mind for me. 
do you think differently, Derek? Can you think of? Oh, no, I think you touched on it with the communication. And then there's always this trope of the, this imbalance between the, the, um, the couple as far as who wants to get married, who doesn't want to get married, the communication, the um, will make it work. So like yeah. these couples to often comedic effect in some way are trying to overcome these obstacles when it's like really obvious to the audience. And that's, I guess, the joke that they're not even really a good couple or meant to be married. And so by the end of the movie, they happily end up with somebody else or, or apart. And that's, man, you should know by then. You shouldn't be going down that road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think those are so, uh, so true. And I appreciate you guys sharing those with me. And I, um, Obviously, that's not an issue you guys have, and <laughs> thankfully, and I, I want to sort of wrapping into this film idea of mm -hmm. not being toxic in our weddings mm -hmm. and trying to take those, you know, tropes out of the real world, out of reality, which they don't usually exist, but they can because of the influence mm -hmm. of, of those films. If, and this, again, might be a fun little weird question, but... <laughs> um, if you're if you had your wedding to do all over again and it was more like a film than it was an event who would you have direct your wedding as any oh, major wow. film director who would you choose that's an amazing oh, question wow that's an amazing question <laughs> um you know <laughs> i don't know why this is the first person who came to mind because honestly i don't think i would want him to direct our wedding but because of his competence, you know, initially I'm thinking of like one of the greatest, like Martin Scorsese. But now that I'm thinking about it, because, you know, he does a lot of pretty dark, violent <laughs> kind of work. Well, so obviously, I... Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci are now going to be in our wedding. <laughs> but you know what? You know who actually might make a great director for a wedding is Steven Spielberg. That's because exactly. I'm... You stole my answer. But I was oh, going to say sorry. Spielberg. No, that's OK. I'm glad. Um, but because I'm just thinking about, you know, obviously he's still working to this day, but some of my most cherished films of his, you know, came out in the eighties. I mean, I adore Raiders of the Lost Ark and that sort of thing. And again, that's like, maybe not the vibe that you want to have for a wedding, but I think he, you know, he has a more lighthearted touch. Um, you know, E.T. is a great example of him, uh, you know, telling a story that is, you know, from a child's perspective and a lighthearted perspective, although there's some, you know, moments of darkness in it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think he would be a great choice. Not, yeah. not too tall of an order, getting Steven Spielberg <laughs> to well, direct your wedding. And uh, when we've talked about his, his, some of his works from the 80s, I, I know that, you know, you, you mentioned E.T. and then also to some extent, we talk about Poltergeist, I think, when oh, we talk yes. about yeah. um, just the way that the movie looks and the look and feel of the family. It, it, there's like this authenticity to how, how you just see the home. And so I would want him to be able to put that touch on a wedding production. That's, that's what I would like to get out of it if, if we were. And I don't think it's going to happen, but if it is, if we could get that, I'd be, I'd be willing to have that conversation. Yeah. I'd be open to uh, renewing those vows yeah. <laughs> with Steven Spielberg at the helm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, that sounds so fun. And I, and I love the answer, Steven Spielberg. I don't think I would have answered that. I don't know what I would have answered to be fair. So, um, <laughs> um, mine would probably be some Quebecois like niche creator and it would be Ooh. very sad and moody. Um, <laughs> like and Lars von Trier or something oh, like that. God. Yeah. <laughs> fire and some really dark things on a sound stage with tape, you know, just some weird stuff. Um, but I have another question and it's semi in the same vein and probably a little harder and it's okay if you guys don't have a direct answer because to be honest, I don't have an answer to this question for myself because I don't know enough costume designers. But if you do know any sort of costume designers or even a costume style mm -hmm. necessarily if you don't have a name of someone who do you think you would want to design your wedding and what design elements if you don't have a name of someone would you want incorporated for costuming i'll probably take this question if that's okay derek i feel like i might have a couple please proceed okay <laughs> <laughs> Um, so two people came to mind and one actually is a costume. I mean, she, she's still working, but Marilyn Vance, uh, she worked on a lot of John Hughes's films. Um, mm. she's also very well known for being the designer behind like pretty woman, which has a couple very iconic, uh, outfits in it. And so I think that, you know, she, she did a lot of really great work in the eighties and nineties. I think though that, you know, given that we're in 2021, maybe she, maybe she could come up with an aesthetic where the actual attire could be a light nod to the eighties, but it still feels like it fits for modern day. I mean, she's obviously much more talented than, than I could ever be in terms of like figuring out how that would work. But, um, so that's a possibility. Um, Patricia Field, who was the mm -hmm. costume designer on like sex in the city. So more modern, um, I think that she might be able to like lock in a little bit to that like boho aesthetic that I was talking about. And then actually just she's coming to mind because of the last film that we covered for our podcast, Edith Head, who was yeah. just the great. <laughs> yeah. the, the, I mean, no comparison can be had with Patricia, or I'm um, sorry, with Edith Head. And so I think those three women might actually do a really great job <laughs> together. Um, I can't imagine anybody who could do a better job. So you got all three of those women. You got Spielberg, you know, <laughs> COVID goes away. You got to do your Val Renovel. You just got to call them. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It's really just that simple. <laughs> it's a start. Well, if I may, just like a little bit of advice for, for anybody yeah. who's like currently going through this process. Absolutely. I know it's going to sound somewhat contrived because I'm sure people have heard it before, but really and truly, you know, whether your engagement is a couple months or a couple years, there's going to be stress that comes with it. It's just, it's part and parcel. I think there is a little bit of an acceptance that needs to come with that. But then also, you know, just to remind yourself that like, yes, you want this to be a beautiful day. You want everybody to be happy. You want to look beautiful. You want all those things. But this is just one day in a lifetime that you're going to have with the person you're marrying. And, you know, I'm so thankful to Derek because he did see me pretty stressed out at times. And he was the person who absolutely walked me back from that, that <laughs> edge, that cliff. You plan it the best you can. And then the day of, you just try to 
enjoy and appreciate every second of it because once that day's done, then that's it. And yeah. you know, you, like Anna said, you have the rest of your lives to live together. So you want to plan and try to put together the best wedding that you can, but also you just want to have a, a celebration and what you're celebrating is the start of that new life. I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, I'm again, just so thankful that he's my partner and the person that I, you know, walked through that phase of my life with, and that I'm currently walking through life with. So, <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about my cufflinks. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, they were, they were just regular cufflinks. That's it. Oh, I'm glad we talked about the cufflinks. Yeah. I, was, I was really worried that, that we wouldn't that would have been a shame. talk about them. So, <laughs> someone, uh, someone might have wondered. Someone might have said, like, wait a second, what about this? What about the well, cufflinks? They're just, uh, they're just the regular ones. Well, thank you again so much, both of you, for being here, for sharing your stories with me. And for all of our listeners who are here, if they wanted to find your podcast and you guys, where can they find you? Yeah, thank you for asking. Um, you know, 80s Movie Montage is the name of the podcast. Probably if you Google it, uh, you know, it'll it'll pop. I think we're on probably most of the different platforms, Apple, Spotify, Pandora. Um, and then, you know, if you were interested in like kind of the social media part of it, you know, we have our Facebook and Twitter and Instagram page, and it is the same handle for all three. It's at eighties montage pod. And then eighties is eight zero S. So that's where you could find us if you're so inclined. Thanks for listening. Check out our website, choosingyourreflection.com, where we unravel the mystery of the perfect wedding outfit. Check back next week when another beautiful soul takes on the journey of choosing their reflection. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.